TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. It's another episode of Roycey on Baseball, the Score North Twin Show. I'm Derek Wetmore with the man himself, Patrick Roycey, and Manny Hill on the ones and twos. Patrick, a lot has happened since we last convened. Michael Look outside. you got to think baseball, don't you? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This little driving snow followed by a zero-degree high on Wednesday. I'm in the mood. Let's I, go. I did a Twins Minute this morning from my place in Bloomington. Uh, snow falling and okay. hat and mittens and everything and... Twins update from sunny Southern California, <laughs> home of the winter meetings. Yes. Uh, Michael Pineda signs with the Twins. Alex Avila will talk about all of these, the big news of the day on Twitter as we tape this Monday afternoon. Steven Strasburg, Patrick, seven years and $245 million to go back to the Nationals. Well, when you win uh, the World Series title and your formula is to pitch better than anybody else uh, and you lose Steven Strasburg, your formula no longer works. So uh, that's goodbye to Anthony Rendon. Do they have a third baseman in their system uh, coming up who can do uh, 75% of what he did because they're going to try to uh, – you know, they got Corbin signed, they got Scherzer signed, they're gonna they actually have a probably a fighting chance to have a healthier Scherzer next year than they had this year. So they're gonna go after you with those three two guys three guys and uh I mean I think Strasburg's the best of the three. So uh uh I mean I love Scherzer, but uh Scherzer's had a little more health problems. And I think since Strasburg's became that uh added that great change up, he's become their best pitcher. And uh, he's a horse. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Washington has certainly been a good market for them, but because they've had good teams. I think Washington still at its uh, core could uh, quit coming to the ball game in a, in a hurry. And if you, win the, if you win the World Series, get everybody all excited and then kind of give up, then, then all of a sudden uh, you don't get the full benefit yeah. of that. So yeah, that's right. But it's, uh, so what is that? That's uh, 35 a year, right? 35. Yeah, Full uh, no trade, no options, no, trade, no opt-outs. No, wow. It's, it's okay. everything. This okay. is the whole. Well, I suppose with uh, with Boris, uh, he wanted the sign him for three and let's do it again. So they had to go completely over the top to yeah. just say he's here. Okay. And he's, what, 31 now? 30, 30, 31, yeah. So this will take him until he's 38-ish? Yeah, like it's uh, I think it goes to his age season. Yeah, it is, uh, you know, high risk and pitching. The thing about pitching is it's always high risk. I, I'd rather spend my money on position players, but when you, you know, when you get into the 30s, you get Miguel Cabrera and Albert mm-hmm. Pujols, and then mm-hmm. you're when you sign guys to these contracts, you got to know that the last three years you're not going to get your money's worth, right? Yeah. So you're 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 telling the public. We're going to try to win for four more years, right? (laughs) And uh, then, uh, you know, and when we're, and by the way, when we get to 2024 and we're not winning and we're not spending, don't get mad at us because we're still paying, (laughs) we're still paying Strasburg 35 million. And if you want an example of that, the San Francisco Giants, you know, who had a lot of, they paid a lot of guys in their 30s. And uh, managed to uh, win uh, yeah. three World Series in five years, and and uh, now it's uh, you know they're terrible. Not and, a Giants fan on the face of this earth, though, who would say, ah, "I'll give no, you back two of those World no, Series if no, we could right. get some of those bad contracts out of you." No, that's uh, you know, no, it's not. It's but always the uh, balance. You know, it is, and you know, I mean, what the hell? They didn't have an empty seat for ten days, yeah. ten years. So yeah, <laughs> you in know, San Francisco this, this yeah, year, yeah, they yeah. finally started uh, like, the last couple of years they finally uh, tenant started to dwindle some but you know, it still hasn't dwindled i saw somebody point this out on twitter and i, I think it's a great point on strasburg um and it, of course this has impact on garrett cole and what he'll do it has impact mm-hmm. on maybe hyunjin Ru and that next tier but steven strasburg opted out at the beginning of this winter guys of a four-year deal for a hundred million dollars yep so by being Steven Strasburg and having Boris as your agent and pitching the way he did this year and into the postseason through the World Series, he earned himself, what, $145 so million? So if he hadn't opted out, he would have uh, 
you would have been on the hook for a hundred million for four more years. Four and a hundred. So mm-hmm. add three more yeah. and one hundred forty-five. That's, a, yeah. that's a, not a bad. And that's why you don't want to give them the opt-outs right. <laughs> unless you get an opt-out. That's right. That's right. right. You know, if you, you know, if you can get the guy to say, "I get an opt-out after four years, uh-huh. but I can also pay you. All, I can also give you ten million and be out of the deal." Right. Then, then I can see it. But for a team to just give an opt-out. And the thing about opt-outs is, if the guy stinks, he ain't going to opt-out. No, nope. that's right. He's and if that the money. guy's great, he going to opt-out. <laughs> so you're, the opt-out is, you're, uh, you're hosed in the, either way on the opt-out. So good for them. Thank they you for cleaning that shot. up for radio, Patrick. And I, if I make one of my... Uh, if I make one of my Washington visits uh, this year, it'll be uh, nice to go out there and um, go to the ballpark. I like the ballpark and yeah. uh, and uh, know that I'm probably going to see Corbin Scherzer or Strasburg. So uh, that's, that's not bad. Good. No, that's not bad. <laughs> I do think that you know losing if they lose Rendon, which looks likely, I would mm-hmm. say um, that's definitely a step back for this team. But as you rightly pointed out. They don't get through that World Series run without the pitching, and they still have that in spades. Well, last year they got he they didn't sign Harper, but they brought in they spent their money on Corbin. Yeah. So this year they're not going to spend their money. I would guess they're not going to spend their money on Rendon. They're, they've spent it on Strasburg. So. Yeah. Yeah. So and they're also I would think they're banking on Soto, Soto to just being, continue to yes. ascend as a player too. Sure. Now it helps him to have Rendon around, right? You know, to because uh, uh, you know I I. From what I saw, Soto, he ain't going to get that many strikes from me if it's a game-losing situation. Sure. I love that kid. Man. Sure. Yeah. I love that kid. A little bit <laughs> easier to pre-series plan when you say, okay, mm. don't let this guy beat us. I love Rendon, too, though. Man. Yeah. Oh, man, I like him. Do you think he's going to top 245, or is no, this? No, I don't think so. Just I think Garrett it's a pitching. Don't territory. you think it's a pitching market? Yeah, I think, feels like it. I think he'll come close to two, but I don't think he'll. Sure. I don't think position players are going to go to 35. Especially uh, with, yeah, as I said, the lesson of Albert and the lesson of, uh, you know. And when you're Maybe. coming off a when you're coming off a World Series where the two finalists in the World Series got there with Pitch. dominating pitching. starting pitching. What's you? Houston's interesting. I mean, they they're on the hook now for Grinky for a, a long run, and he's good, but he's not you know fantastic. And they got Verlander who was not as good as Cole. So I wonder, uh, and then they're not going to have a draft number one draft choice for about five years. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be interesting now. They got to, they got to start paying these fellas pretty soon too. the core of that team. Don't sure. They? They've got yeah. uh, Alex Bregman locked up. I think he's on a hundred million dollar deal. Bregman but, and they got Al Tuvi signed, but yeah. I don't think they've signed Springer yet. Have they? And uh, I don't think they've signed uh, Correa. Well, I you know I think he I'd, he'd be the guy I'd, I wouldn't pay. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, you know you got to uh, somebody's not going to get paid. You can't pay all of them, but uh, uh, I, I don't think they've. Uh, you know, he's a good player. That first baseman, he's a good hitter. Guriel, Guriel, he's yeah. a good hitter. But yeah. I think they signed him when they signed him out of Cuba. It was like, a, and he's a lot yeah. older than he's you. thirty. Yeah. He's thirty-five, yeah. right? Is that right? Is he yeah. really? I think so. I yeah, he was a low thirty. So I think he's like All thirty-five. Right. He's same age as me. Okay. All right. Hits better though. <laughs> Much better. <yeah. laughs> Much better. <laughs> he's uh, yeah. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting uh, to uh, to see what they do down there. They I wonder if they're going to spend. Yeah. You know, are they going to get another? Try to find another pitcher here. On them, I'd like to know who's getting suspended, who's in my organization, uh, all that stuff. I want to know the penalties. Lou now is going to get a year. I don't don't know. Yeah, it's uh, look. That's that's hanging over this whole thing. I said on Twitter, the one thing is Jim Crane. You know, Crane might have a little influence. They might say, "Watch your organization, and we're going to find you." Twenty million. And we'll give you a little slap away, on the wrist take, and find you twenty million and take. Don't away do it again. To their credit, one. Pat, they're always willing to undertake an internal investigation. They mm-hmm. seem very, very willing to in- yeah. investigate their own affairs. Yes. So. Kind of like having the Justice Department investigate <laughs> uh, certain political goings on right now. That, uh, we'll, just, we'll just uh, keep it. At that. Uh, <laughs> so I think that Steven Strasburg sets the market for Garrett Cole, seven years at thirty-five million. That's the starting point. Cole will get a little, a little more. You think so, right? A little more because there's no loyalty. Sure. He is. He's not. He's not. Obviously, Strasburg likes Washington. 
right? And of course, yeah. you know, we could like it for two forty-five, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, you know the guy who's got to feel like he made a dumb deal, Jake Harper is he? Oh. Harper, oh. Oh, okay. thirteen years, yeah, thirteen years. Hey, what did he get? Three, three thirty. He just wanted to get a bigger number than, but Manny got a better deal than him. Manny yeah. got three hundred for ten, ten, ten. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you're stuck in Philadelphia now. Sure. I suppose you can. You can say, uh, uh, I won't, you know, he got the no trade too. I think right? so. I think he's I suppose just sort you can of franchise say, icon. I suppose you can say five years from now, ah, trade me to somebody. But anyway, yeah, I, I, it's it's all pitchy now. That's where the money's going to be spent. I'm curious to know because Garrett Cole, uh, there are going to be a number of teams that want him. But then, as my mind well, fast forward. they say the Yankees want him. Sure, and they had their meeting. Okay, maybe the, it's Garrett I, Cole. The Angels might, the Angels might feel like, they got to do something, and they might just. If, if I think if the Yankees and the Angels make the same bid, he'll end up in California. Imagine now. that he'll Angels end up back in California with Garrett Cole on top of the rotation. I mean, you still yeah. got Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. That's yeah. a yeah, but somehow they managed to win seven. I know, games. I yeah. don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Do we know what the plan long term is going to be for Shohei Otani? Yeah, is he going to continue? Is he going to pitch? Yeah. Okay, that's why he had surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, the plan, though, uh, the 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 idea that it was going to be this that Brendan McKay was going to be the next one, and they were going to start joining. He just ended up pitching. He didn't hardly, yeah, get hardly at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they. I think you discover that it's just impossible. What we found know? is very yeah. hard to do. Yes. both yes. <laughs> the yeah. way Otani can. And that, uh, people thought with the roster situations and uh, how squeezed the roster was, this would become more common. Oh. But uh, I, I don't think so. Well, and twenty-six men on a roster might help alleviate some of that pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but now, Will. Zastadio could maybe be a two-way player. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll sell tickets, too. Yes. Maybe Peanuts and Cracker Jacks up, up the left field line. That is true. So, what happens um, to the team that wanted Cole Pat and, and misses out now? Because that market is what I'm looking at. That if you're Yeah, not, and uh, I don't think Bumgartner and uh, the guy, the Korean guy are going to yeah. sign. Well, they, are they going to wait till Cole gets it? They might wait a long time, though, well, with, with Boris. They it's interesting. Wait a long time. Cause, but they're not – I don't view them in the same mold as Steven Strasburg, obviously. No, but no, no. no. But Zach what Wheeler. What I'm saying is they might want to – See what happens. See there. just just how desperate those teams you're talking about get. Are the Yankees are the Yankees gonna? Okay, we didn't get call. Bumgartner's half as good, but we'll give Bumgartner 125 or something. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I see, and you look at what Zach Wheeler made at the Phillies five years, 118. That to me is kind of where Bumgartner should be setting his sights. You know what? This is uh, certainly going to take some of the steam out of the uh, idea that the uh, the uh, Players are getting robbed by ownership by not not, not enough bidding during the off season by guys who get qualifying offers. I was and the just like. joking about that with yeah. uh, you know it's 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 fascinating because we made fun of Rob Manfred for coming out and telling. I think you and I were cracking jokes on the air about this, Manny, about Manfred sending a team memo that got reported or something that. <laughs> Sending it out to all 30 teams saying, like, hey, please, some activity this winter would be nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're seeing some activity. You know what is interesting? How the model of baseball finance is regional television contracts. And people, now the cord cutting has gotten to my generation. Yeah. You know, it's not just the under 40 and stuff. Now, I don't know if. Comcast and these people have set up a system where, you know, by streaming, they're still going to be making money and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, if, if it's based on – if the baseball financial, uh, you know, view is based on the ongoing cable TV money, it ain't going to be there. Yeah, that that bubble you know, is bursting. That, yeah, it's it's going like crazy. So it, you know, the Twins would love to get a better deal. They only got twenty nine million, mm-hmm. but they got caught on the, they got caught in the wrong side of this deal now. You yeah. know, everybody. But there's contracts out there like are paying, you know, Angels two hundred million a year and stuff like this. And what right. what's going to happen if those, you the, know, nobody's watching cable TV anymore? The, the Dodgers deal is like. What are they getting like two fifty a yeah, year or something yeah, from their yeah. from their TV deal? I mean that yeah. can that can pay for their payroll right there yes. in itself. Yeah. But it's but the 
the game plan doesn't work if if uh, no. if twenty if if cable goes from whatever it is now maybe fifty percent or forty percent to twenty percent. Sure, yeah. you got to have money coming in in other yeah. streams and these yeah. streaming services or whatever. You're well, they're doing well. They're money. doing well with that whatever they advanced media, or sure. whatever they call it, but not not well enough to make up for that TV money. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it could help level some playing fields too, right? I mean, if you got uh, Dodgers, Angels, Yankees, Mets, the Chicago teams. That's not exactly a fair fight if you're talking TV revenue. But that's uh, you know that's the way it goes. That's the game. You know, I, I'd rather have Dom- I'd rather have a, a sport where there are glamour teams. Sure. Than, than... so uh, I uh, went. I w- I came out anti Pineda because I uh, that's right. I thought he uh, he um, robbed his teammates of having any chance in the postseason by being a moron at best and a cheat at worst, and. Uh, and, but it's funny, the public does not support me on that from what I saw, the responses. They uh, they uh, feel like, oh, if he can help the Twins, then give him a second chance. I believe in second chances. I also don't disagree with anything you said about robbing the Twins and his teammates. Yeah, he was pitching like their best starter. How many times have we said that yeah. at the time he got popped? Um, it's, it's fascinating. I targeted him this early in the winter and said, here's a guy who uh, it's going to be controversial is maybe a word you could use here, but it's something that you can get a deal on. Yeah, well, that's true. It's, uh, the, only you play, it's the only way you get a deal. It's tough because I don't like the bargain hunting, but at the same time, if you're not going to get a coal, if you're not going to get a Strasburg. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that it, it occurred the day after they didn't get Wheeler, did you? That's interesting. You know, they uh, now maybe they're going to bring him back anyway because they needed two, but the fact that they, you know, they couldn't get Wheeler and they said, okay, now who the hell are we going to get? We better take Big Boy back. The beginning of the winter, I said, get two from the group: Jake Odorizzi, Madison Bumgarner, uh, Hyunjin Roo. Maybe you throw some trade candidates that are in. You know there. what? What is interesting about the winter meetings going on right now? It's all all the conversations about free agents. There's, there haven't been many good trade rumors. No. Yeah. I, I still think Eddie's moving. Okay, do you? But it, but you got to get something. Yeah. I mean, you can't trade Eddie can't for move him, just two double A prospects or something. Oh. You got to be somebody who can pitch for you this year. Yeah, I just look at that. I don't see a lot of teams that want a, a corner hitting, a, a corner outfielder who. Yeah, he hit what he had thirty two home runs this year. Or something. Eddie's a nice player. I don't think you're going to get somebody to the level of even even Madison Bumgarner. I don't think you get that. In a Rosario trade, is the, not close. Is no, you got to be right on some twenty-six-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Know. Is the lack of trade rumors is that largely because a lot of teams are just hesitant to give up their prospects? Well, if you're good, you're trying, and if you're not good, you, you're not trading for a big leaguer. You're right. trading for prospects. So uh, I think the last couple of years we've really seen that erode. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people though. It's funny. Like three years ago, the big the story was, uh, uh, you know, nobody wants to give up prospects. And then I remember Buster telling us a couple times this summer the the value of pro- teams aren't valuing prospects as much. Okay. They, uh, remember that you know yeah, Houston sure. gave up what they gave up for Grinky, and that they're 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 looking at it and saying, eh, you know, there's a few like. Eloy and guys like that that mm-hmm. you don't want to give up Glabar, but sure. uh, but uh, you know that if if you're not one of the top fifteen in baseball, they're not they're not that reluctant to give you. Up. I look at mm-hmm. him. I always say, hey, this guy, if he reaches who they want him to be, is is this guy, right? And what's the percent chance that he does? So many guys right. are busts. Like, I think they factor that in and they say, okay, there's a there's a fifteen percent chance that this outfielder becomes Eddie Rosario, right? Mm-hmm. But take Cole Eddie Rosario. Stewart. Yeah. Cole Stewart, yeah. number yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four yeah. in the country, in the United States of America. Also Puerto and Rico. Yeah, sure, sure. Also Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. And, and, uh, and as I pointed out, the year that they drafted him, they they overpaid greatly for Steven Gonzalez too. Sure. And they brought him in for the press con they were so proud of having convinced him not to go to college. Yeah. They brought him in for the press conference with Cole Stewart and he's claimed he, off waivers. You know, and both of them 
both times they were both of them got promoted mercy promotions it wasn't anything they did in triple a that said yeah. boy you gotta get that kid up here and now mm-hmm. they're both gone well and it's what well, did Stewart land anywhere is he, no he got outrighted um, yeah he got outrighted i, I wonder i think he rejected him. his minor league assignment yeah. so he's a free agent unless you know something's happened i wonder if he'll uh, go play quarterback at uh you know wichita state is the offer still good team, but he's got eligibility left he I think, does right? he got four years is the offer still good <laughs> Uh, it's so tough because the the trade conversation starts around, I think that prospect is going to be a star. Yeah, Every team might agree on the top, as Pat said, 15 guys. Mm-hmm. But once you get into 50, it's like, yeah, he could be good if this it's a crap works shoot. out. And if Nothing, no bigger 20% crap, chance? No bigger crapshoot than high school pitchers either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know. Why did they make some draft choices? Well, Holy and there's God. a reason that it's different people making draft yeah. choices now. Man alive. I mean, God that's... love them. God love them. They, you know, they they hit a couple, but boy, uh, Tyler J, sixth overall, yeah. dumbest pick of all time. Who's a leaf pitcher, college reliever, yeah. college left-handed reliever. When everyone in your organization is saying take Benintendi next because he was the player of the year in sure. Arkansas, the college player of the year in Arkansas. <laughs> Whoops. Here's a bet they're making right now, guys, that I'm not saying this could have helped Tyler J or Cole Stewart or any of the on down this list. I think they think they can take talent right now and get the most out of it. I think it's why those yeah, but, forced but efforts got promoted. Let me, let me say that about that. Yeah. Martin Perez, one of those guys. And, okay, it lasted a couple of months. Yeah, what, six but weeks? But when God, you know, when, you know, when eventually he's Martin Perez. Sure. You yeah. know, and, you know, now Annie Ball did, you know, they had him and they let him go. He did, uh, you know, he did have two good years in a row. Now Atlanta last, the second, the year 2018, I think he only started 19 games because yeah. he missed some times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he oh, was pitched for Washington mm-hmm. last year. They'll have him back this year, I sure. suppose. So they were, you know, it, it might be able, you might be able to fix some guys, but when you're fixing 28-year-old nobodies, yeah, that it, it's, you know, okay, Martin, you go out there and throw the cutter because nobody's ever seen you throw a cutter. And then, okay, after six weeks, the, you know, everybody's scout, scouting the hell out of it saying, hey, all he does is throw cutters. Okay, yeah. I'm going to yeah. open up and hit a screaming line and, drive down the left field line. And I think with Annie Ball, like, he had had some history in yeah, the past well, of being some, pretty well, good. I mean, Martin. Yeah, when with he was the Tigers? with the Tigers oh, yeah. four years ago when he was healthy, he was good. But Martin was always kind of like – at best, back of, the, back of the rotation yeah. guy at best, even in his mm-hmm. best days in Texas. So like, I'm not saying take a number five guy somewhere else and turn his six ERA into a four at point seven five. Mm-hmm. I'm saying take the former first-round pick and turn him into you know Tyler Duffy. The job yeah. they did with him last summer was incredible. Yeah, yeah they did. They um, did. Well, the, they just – you know, he had good stuff. They just changed yeah. his pitches. My favorite line that you used over the summer, Pat, and I, I got to admit I thought you were wrong at the time, is when you said – one day, Martin Perez is going to be shaven in the bathroom mirror, and he's going to look at himself, and he's going to remember, my God, I'm Martin Perez. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, I thought, know, no, man, he no. might have changed for the better. Yeah. And, uh, I was, you know, the funny thing is the last good game he really pitched for him was at night in Boston. Okay. Yeah. I was there with my kids, and we were joking about how we were going to go see this slaughter, you know, this slide, and he, you know, dazzle them for like six and two-thirds or something yeah. and i how is this happening because they've been hot you know yeah, boston yeah. had started to hit so. yeah <laughs> i wonder you know that's uh by the way uh alex avila i i know he had a lousy year last year uh, it's funny how I, I i hadn't even thought about him but i was in a car a couple of weeks ago and he was on the over the weekend on the mlb radio sure and i was listening to it and he is really a thoughtful guy about catching. And oh. I wasn't talking, you know, because he hit some home runs and you never really thought about him as a defensive catcher. Yeah. But it was uh, it was interesting. And he's talking about what he had to do to improve his framing and stuff like that. And he fits the Twins profile. He sure does. He's going to hit, you know, going to get 250 at-bats and hit 
12 home runs. You yeah. Know? Bad draw eighth. some walks, too. Yeah. Bad eighth in the yeah. lineup. Be the lefty to Mitch Garver's righty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's easier no, to do. He does Jason have Castro. on his background being cut by his father, so that's <laughs> his but father who, to let him go. But, but who among us? <laughs> yeah. And plus, if, if the way that the way Al has built those Tigers, uh, getting cut by the uh, getting cut by the uh, by Al might be a badge of honor. That's a compliment. Yes, it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, this is look. It's he a, might have said, you know, Alex, you ought to get the hell out of here because I don't know what I'm doing. It's a <laughs> it's a low money deal. I, I think it was reported at. Four point two five million dollars, yeah. but this there's your new yeah, Jason Castro yeah. for twenty twenty. Cheaper than your guy Grandall. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> what the Braves gave him? Uh, I mean, the Brewers uh, was it the Brewers? White Sox. White, White Sox, Sox gave him seventy three million. Yeah, over four years. Why do you want to win it? That's gonna be that's gonna be fascinating. I was telling you in the middle of the last summer after they, but they got they got three Tommy John guys that they need. You know, even if they sure. come back, they can only get a hundred innings out of sure. them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Radon and uh, Kopech. Yeah. Uh, how do we pronounce that? Kopech. Kopech. Michael Kopech. Yeah. And then another one of their top prospects, I think Robinson had. Time. They had three of them. Oh, also. is that right? Yeah. Oh wow. And all about the third. That's that's going to be a team. I think they'd really get a lot better if they got rid of Don Cooper, though. People got to get here sick of that spy. They know he's Reinsdorf's spy. That's why. He's, <laughs> that's why he's around all the year. He, he, you know, he tells Reinsdorf everything going on. He's a, Is it 20 years that he's been there yet? Oh, God, it's pushing it. Yeah. He got mad at me once for something I wrote about uh, him being, when he was a pitching coach there about 10 years ago about what a dummy he was. Oh, wow. He's prescient. Former twin, you know. Yeah, prescient Mr. Former Rice. twin. He was there for 20 minutes, right? Yeah, Didn't I he think pitch so, yeah. half a year once? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Boys, yeah. we got to hit a break. Uh, we will come back right after this with more MLB Hot Stove Talk, Twins, and some Hall of Fame stuff for you, Pat. This is Royce on Baseball, a Score North Twin Show on Score North. AM 1500 and scorenorth.com. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Welcome back. Royce on Baseball, the Score North Twin Show with the uh, winter meetings underway in sunny Southern California, and we are here in the snowy Twin Cities. But we wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Pat, one of the news stories that came across this week that I thought you might have some interest in, Modern Era Committee electing two more to Baseball's Hall of Fame. That's Marvin Miller and Ted Simmons. It is amazing that I didn't realize that Ted Simmons got bounced off the ballot the first year. We didn't give him 5%. Wow. And I don't think I voted for him. I can't remember. You know, it's just you're looking at names. And I, I have made a point, actually, in recent years of voting for guys like Johan and those guys, even Keep though I the don't ballot. think they're going to make it, to just let them get a little time on the ballot yeah. to see if uh, see if they can gain some momentum. And Ted Simmons is a, is a – when you look at catcher's numbers and, uh, you know, he was a good catcher. Uh, great hitter, uh, you know, played incredible number of games, caught an incredible number of games. He he belongs as as far as catching is concerned. I I I guess I got to say I never voted for him, but I only had one chance. Sure, <laughs> you know, if he'd been around a little longer, I would have taken a harder look at him. I was surprised that uh, you know, and Marvin, it's about time. That's all we can say there. Yeah. And uh, but I was surprised that Dale Murphy has not gained any momentum with that committee. He only had six votes. What uh, mm. uh, at least a two-time MVP, right? Um, a fantastic player, and uh, with the with the Atlanta Braves, and uh, you know, I I thought maybe he'd he'd come close. But, MVP uh, in '82 and '83. Yeah. yeah, yeah, back to back with Braves. I think they only won one. One of those '83, I think they were good. In '82, mm-hmm. they were. 
82, I don't think they were good. Well, I was surprised to see about Ted Simmons not having grown up watching him 21 years in the big leagues. I heard an interview with him last night. He was ambidextrous both with his arms and his legs. No kidding. Really? Yeah, he would, like he said, he played football. He'd kick left or right-footed, you know, and he'd, he would, huh. you know, he just, as a kid, he discovered that, Wow. you know, he would discovered that he was uh, – ambidextrous that's how he became a switch hitter just because it didn't make any difference sure, to him geez. he could throw right or left but he also could kick right or left wow it went to the same which i have heard very few ambidextrous foot guys yeah, you know yeah. so uh uh he uh you know i suppose he's he discovered he had that he discovered he had the ambidextrous uh, gene right and left, so he probably said, oh, I think I'll try to kick left once, but he he could move his uh... – but, yeah, he was a hell of a player on that really good Milwaukee teams, and, uh, you know, he's uh, – I'm glad he made it. And Marvin I, – I hope Marvin's family uh, ignores his wishes to never participate. <laughs> oh, sure. And, uh, you know, he got bitter, I think, in 2000 – he died in 2012, was it? Um, I, I yeah, I think 2012, but, I, you know, he got – I saw one of his kids was quoted, it would have meant something if it happened 20 years ago. Yeah, you're right. Now, you got to know, realize the, the baseball writers never – we don't vote on those guys. You know, right. We, we, we never – we Modern only vote on players. Something different. We, we only vote on players. Yep. And, uh it's it's uh, this came out of nowhere that he made it this year. I yeah. mean, I, I think everybody thought that they just, but we must have gotten to the point now where there's enough players who got rich because of Marvin on the committee to say, uh, you know, let's game. let's put this guy. Oh, he did. He's yeah. the most, uh, uh, you know, the greatest. Uh, Greatest non-politically correct quote ever from Tom oh, Me. I've really? told you this one all. Uh, Tom was an Irishman, and uh, and Tom's quote was, and we can say this now because Tom's no longer with us. When he and John Geheron were battling in ninety in seventy six for free agency, and he said they got the smartest Jewish lawyer in America, and we have an Irishman. Who do you think's going to win? <laughs> wow. With a couple of adjectives tossed sure. in. Sure. I'll never forget. <laughs> I was riding in the car, and I almost drove off the highway. Oh, <laughs> <when we did>. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> and uh, now this is from 1976, folks. I know, uh, you know, 43 years later. Uh, we're a little less know, woke back then. We're, we're less, yeah, we were a little... A little more but, sensitive. But these I gotta days, admit, Patrick. if he'd said it in 2019, I still would have laughed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Yes, I still would have laughed. But so Marvin for... was so Marvin. You know, I was there a lot when he'd make his camps rounds. Oh yeah. And and he'd come in, and we'd all us baseball lugs would yeah, come yeah. down there. And he'd start talking, and he'd have us wrapped around his little finger in about five minutes. He was so <laughs> he damn could, smart. He yeah. Oh, God, he could talk. He made us, you know, he made us think that these guys were suffering the worst servitude of any people in the history of man. But oh. he was, but he, you know, he, he, I mean, Calvin and those guys, they hated him. Of course him. they did. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They hated him. Well, Say nothing more about how how much he changed the game. Just for our, any yeah, listeners, two hundred and forty-five million for seven years. Steven Strasburg, Scott Boris, they have somebody that to thank. That might be more than in seventy-six. That might be more than the American League payrolls. Wow! Mm. You wow. have to look that up somehow. But the twins comparison. had before the twins were like six eight million bucks. Yeah. Before you know, before you're going there, and the Yankees were maybe fifteen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I bet it is. That's how many clubs in seventy uh, six or twelve clubs. Okay. No. Well, hell, the, when the Twins won their first World Series, the payroll was twenty two million. In eighty seven. Yeah. So yeah, that's more money than uh, wow. than the the American League was paying. Well, because so, that would be you know twelve teams that'd be twenty million. There's no way they average twenty million a piece back. In, how would when you Marvin just, got the job? If you were to share it with someone, modern baseball fan, listener of the Score North Twin Show on Ricey on Baseball, maybe not as familiar with uh, Marvin Miller. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are. But how would you describe his influence on the game, Pat? Well, he 
woke up the players. Uh, he was, you know, the he was the union. He was the lawyer for the steel workers. That was his oh, union. Okay. I mean, he fought U.S. Steel and those people. And then he gets in a room with, you know, God love him, Calvin. He's one of my favorite guys in the history of the world. But, you know, you could buy him for a sandwich. And, uh, and you know, I mean, these were not brilliant men. A few of them had some brains, Lee McPhail and some of these guys. But these were... You know, these were the, the lords of baseball, and they were still not in the mid-'70s, and it was such a mismatch intellectually huh. that uh, – but he, you know, he finally, when he went to court and got in front of an – when he – when baseball conceded to arbitration, they had no chance with him because he knew if he could get before an arbitrator, there's no way this system could continue to hold up. So. Yeah. You know, they there was no, you know, it's for all the triumphs that people talk about. It's all about free agency. Yes, and the fact that when they won the McNally uh, Messersmith case uh, in front of an arbitrator, and they were declared free agents, that was that's when the game changed. Changed and baseball. Changed, changed a lot of sports. Yeah, you know, changed America. the world. I mean, the NFL uh, held on for. What they had planned B at first, which was, oh. you know, very restrictive, and they still, yeah. you know, run the show. They're the only one, but it changed. Yeah, it changed all the games. He, he's, you know, he's the Jackie Robinson of players' rights. You know, sure. In yeah. in uh, in American sure. sports, you know, he's the you know he did it before anybody else did. And there was this sentiment that he didn't want to be elected because those people fought him so bitterly for so long, and now no, no, he wanted to be elected, but to, when he didn't get in, right. elected, when he when he got rejected all those years by bitter adversaries, players, right? Well, bitter. A lot of more bitter players from the previous generation oh. who didn't get paid. Oh, okay. You know, wasn't know Marvin's wasn't Marvin's fault that he just came you know, that, too late. That huh? Harmon got ma- maxed out at 125 or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, but it was the that that generation. No, I'm not all of them. Sure, of course. Some of them were bright. Jim Cotton. These guys were bright enough to see that. You know, this guy they. You know, they're somewhat bitter that they never got paid, but they didn't blame Marvin Miller right, for getting right, the right. next generation paid. Yeah, you know? right. So, yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, and yeah. then not the 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 he passed away in 2012. You were right about that, and the, to not be inducted during his life. I think there are a lot of people that are uh, oh, resentful yeah. of maybe the right word to use there. But it's you know, I, I you know, I, I've heard this so often that. Uh, you know, Bart, he had to wait 15 years. Okay, well, he made it. He's in. He made He's it. In. Jack Morris had to wait forever. Well, he made it. He's, He's in. in. You know? Yeah. And, uh, Setting a high bar for the I club. Mean, uh, you know, Jack, we didn't vote in. Bert, it took us a long time to vote him in. I, I voted for him the last 10 years, and not because we were big buddies, but I no. never I never <laughs> held his uh, our uh, difficulties uh, <laughs> against him voting-wise. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, but... I don't, you know, there's this whole new idea about, ah, oh, the baseball writers. If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. Okay, but there's nothing wrong with t- taking a longer look at a guy, is Setting there? a high bar. No. Like, I never voted for Pudge because I thought he'd get popped for steroids eventually, but he didn't. <laughs> you know, I and my thing on steroids, too, has been if you haven't gotten caught, I vote for you. But to me, it was so obvious with Pudge that I, I've decided I might have voted for him eventually, but. I had to wait to see because right. you don't go from the Michelin man to a jockey, right. uh, you know, a power hitting nose tackle, a little tiny nose tackle to a jockey. And, and but, you know, he got away with it. So good for him. This will be a pretty interesting ballot for the players, too. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already sent mine in. Okay. And, I, uh, and I don't need you to reveal necessarily no, I, on the I show. I don't reveal it. But it, it wasn't there. was. I don't vote for the steroid guys, so it was an easy. You know, I I actually could be fairly generous with the other guys this year. And I'm a Scott Rowland guy, and, uh, okay. and yeah. I wonder if he's ever going to make it. I think he's one of the best third basemen of all time. They sometimes you got to look at where they how the position is historically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like shortstop and third base, the numbers are there aren't that many third basemen and shortstops. I like I vote for Omar Vizquel. Yeah. 
I think that's the number one defensive position in baseball. And if you're the best who ever played in the field there, that's right. And you played for 20 years. I don't care if he hit 240. Sure, yeah. you know I don't. I don't care was, what your WAR is. He would. He could have played. Glove, it, he was unbelievable. He could have played a barehanded. He would. Yeah. You know, he was. He was. It's unreal. He's the best fielding shortstop I ever saw, and I saw him every time I went to the ballpark yeah. for for uh, years. And that. To and me, it's, and it's not like Omar was like. No, he, oh, when he you know? started, he was uh, out of all time, and, yeah. he, and he got you he know, got better. He got better, and uh, you know he wasn't a threat, but you know you, you couldn't just throw it down the middle. But you know, I I still don't look at uh, modern. I don't look I at you. war and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, because I as I say about war, they say that uh, two of the highest wars ever were Willie Mays and Henry Aaron, and I always say, oh, "Wow." Yeah. Thank you. I, I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. They were good baseball players. Well, your guys. Hey, hey Mrs. Ricey and I, the other yes. day, I should bring this up. Where sure. She's she's weird because she loves like 33rd for 30s. Okay. She doesn't, you know, she wouldn't go to the Super Bowl if they played it in our backyard. But uh, <laughs> but she loves certain 30 for 30s, Those and she liked that baseball, the, the Ken Burns thing. Sure. So we watched. Episode uh, inning seven, the New York one, okay, mm-hmm. from the fifties with Jackie and you know Mickey and Willie and the Duke. Boy, is that good! That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Do I have I to mean, add that to the list for oh, yeah. it goes to the and, movies. And before they leave, uh, before they leave, and then in fifty eight, the Giants. It, it covers the Giants and the Dodgers leaving for you know leaving for the West Coast too in nineteen fifty eight. But it's uh, it's really great. And, huh. One of the you know one of the big thing in there is, is is to those of us who were baseball fans back then is campy you know sure you want to know you want to know Marvin Miller yeah here's Marvin Miller okay Roy Campanella was a three time National League MVP mm-hmm. as a catcher for the Dodgers and on an icy and they'd already announced they were moving moving for Los Angeles. And on an icy, wintry night in New York, he was closing up the liquor store he owned because he was the night, was. night shelf. You know, he was closing up the liquor store he owned. And when he drove home, he, he the car slid off on the ice, and he hit a telephone pole and got paralyzed. Huh. Mm. They don't have to close up their own liquor stores no. anymore uh, since no, they Miller don't. came in 20 years wow. later. Yeah. Steven, Steven Strasburg <laughs> yeah. is not going to be moonlighting, owning a liquor store, <laughs> Unless even he if wants he to. is a three-time Cy Young Award winner. He's going to own about ten liquor stores <laughs> yes, if he right. wants to. But uh, that's uh, you, you want to know Marvin? There you go. Go back and look at the Roy Campanella story that he was wow. making so little money that he was he had to own a liquor store. The, you know, the, three-time MVP. Three-time MVP. Man. He and Yogi were, the, you know, they always talk wow. about Mickey, Willie, and the Duke. How about Yogi and uh, Yogi and uh, Roy Campanella in the same town, both three-time MVPs? Sure. Wow. wow. Amazing. Uh, and both, you know, Campy was this, he came out of the Negro Leagues, and he was a kind of a brick outhouse. Okay. Played in St. Paul for uh, a while. Really? And, uh, and Yogi, of course, was the most unlikely-looking and and one thing they say in there is Yogi had the best instinct. Stingle said Yogi had the best instincts of any player ever. So, huh? And he's a fat little guy. Yeah, yeah. Him. Wouldn't look the left. part. No, but he played left field or first base or wherever. Willie, he was always in the lineup, even if he wasn't catching. Sure. So anyway, oh. that I recommend it highly if you run across it on, and it's been running on the MLB network, so you can like. Tape them, sure. Then you don't have to buy them. Yep, that's yeah. right. Your uh, so your guys got a shot. Omar Vizquel got forty two point eight percent of the vote last year. He'll Pat. make it eventually. I Scott Rowland only seventeen point two percent. That's uh, a tougher climb. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a tough climb. But you are not. Uh, if you got caught cheating, you're out for you, right? I mean, you're, yeah, they caught you. It's America. You either get away with it or you don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's there. I mean, people always they try to say, well, how do you know? I don't know. Yeah, Jeff Bagwell. Yeah, he sure got strong, but would you know? nobody ever caught him. So the top four on. If you last don't get caught, you know it's like embezzling. <laughs> if you don't get caught, 
<laughs> and you're living in the Bahamas, and nobody ever puts you in jail. Power Fine, to more you. power. To you. Congratulations. <laughs> you know. All right. It's America. All right. It's America. There um, are crooks out there. Are Ponzi schemes that work and Ponzi schemes that don't. Yep. And uh, sometimes you end up like Bernie in jail, and sometimes you end up living in, in Barbados, living in, owning an island. Sure. You know? <laughs> uh, the top four on last year's Pat: uh, Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Larry Walker, and then number five is your guy Vaskell. Clemens is going to make it with the younger generation of voters. I do wonder as that demographic evolves. Yeah, because less old, crusty uh, uh, guys are rapidly getting outnumbered. Yeah. By the way, did we announce this last week? I believe Sid now number one. The new number one, which means I'm at least up to seven. I hope those other six were healthy. Last time I checked in, Pat, I thought you I were eight. ten. I, no, I don't know I why I had ten no, in my I head. Went, uh, I went from I got to nine, went back to eleven because they added some. They let some MLB guys in. Yeah, that, okay. They got tossed. Yep. MLB. Dot com. They, they let guys in, yep. and yep. there were a couple in there that had been in longer than me. And then, uh, then I got up to nine. Then last year eight, and now it'll be seven. Wow. At least might be higher. And Pat, what was the first year you were in the seventy BBWAA here? I was in seventy. Okay, because okay. I was a, I was at the St. Paul paper, and I wasn't covering a team, but they wanted me to be able to go out and write. Uh, we the, excuse me, the St. Paul writer would write. If you covered the Twins, you wrote for both the morning and afternoon paper. Yeah, but at home games. They tried to get somebody out there to write the afternooner for you. Okay. On the road, you covered them both. So they wanted me to be one of the guys that could go out and oh, write afternoon. Yeah. So I started going to the clubhouse in 70. Who were and, you working with in 1970? Um, so, there was, so there was someone that covered the games and you uh, went out the to support? The guy was, was it uh, who the, Bob Fowler maybe? Uh, I'm not, no, I don't know who the beat guy was. I can't remember in 70. I think You've had Arno Gaithel became the sports editor, but I think, yeah, well, apparently Arno Gaithel huh. was the, and then he became the sports editor. Sure. You've had a number of partners. And then I became, and then in 70, uh, I became the sports editor when Ken Murphy died as a kid, 25 years old. Yeah. And Arno was a pretty incompetent uh, executive sports editor, and I was a pretty incompetent uh, <laughs> uh, assistant, oh, no, no. assistant sports editor as a say, 25-year-old. Pat, the story We were a screwed-up operation, <laughs> I want to tell you. But we both liked our whiskey, so that was good. <laughs> <It worked out. laughs> I was going to say, Pat, the stories you told me is you might have been a kid, but woefully uh, ready for the assistant uh, or for the task. Well, we had a lot of camaraderie because we all went to the Luigi's together at twelve uh, fifty every night. Bill so, Bar in St. Paul, yeah, right? Luigi's across the street. I told you that story tonight. The guy who owned it was Jack Vanalia, and Jack would you could you could fill out a you. They kept the bar bill, and then when oh, you got paid, you'd go sure. over and cash your check every two weeks, and sure. you'd take out the bar bill. Genius. And take the rest home and give it to your wife, you know, <laughs> and then you'd start running the bar bill again. Sure. And uh, so I'm first day St. Croix Meadows, I'm out there. I'm going to do a column, and this guy comes up to me, and he says, Ricey. I said, yeah. And he says, you don't remember me. I said, I can't think right now. And he said, Jack Vanalia, I mean, you made me rich. <laughs> you built him a condo in Barbados. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, that's a pretty anyway, good. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's when I started, so 1970. But Sid, you know, would have been number one, but they didn't get a chapter here until 1961. So because so it wasn't, become, yeah, this was BBWAA, and this is the act of a list. Yep. So this is why. But there aren't any other. I don't think there are uh, no other 99 and uh, three quarters guys <laughs> in the group. I, don't <laughs> I think that's safe. <laughs> that but this is why he campaigned so heavily to get to make Mar the Twin Cities Major League. Yeah, so he could be uh, March 15th. Loon's opener. Wow. Sid's 100th birthday. Is it a coincidence? That's a, <laughs> I think they should get him out there for a soccer. Give him a plaque. He'll show up, damn it. <laughs> Never been to a soccer game, but my God, you give him a plaque, he'll be there. Wow. So, that's going to be an event, isn't it? There, that's going to be a national story. Sid's 100th there'll be, birthday. There'll be yeah. TV networks, and that's going to be a national story. Now, was it his sister that always disputed that yeah she said yeah she said when i wrote the book she said 1919 so he'd already be 100 mm -hmm. he's the only guy who would lie about his age when he's fighting to get 100 because he knows he's going to make it 
Jeez. <laughs> 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 yeah. Unreal. But yeah. hey. Too bad this Gophers didn't go to the Rose Bowl. Sid could have been back out there after. Uh, how old was he when they? Uh, Nineteen twenty. He was, he was forty-one years old the last time they 60 played in the or Rose Bowl. Sixty-one. Sixty. Well, they went in January of sixty-one. They went sixty-one and sixty-two. They went back to back, but okay. sixty and sixty-one season. So he was forty-one years old. Wow. So. wow. They'd be surprised to see him at the Huntington Sheraton when he showed up again. <laughs> Although most of the bellhops out there when I was there about that age now. So. <laughs> Sid, you're back. Yeah. Welcome back, sir. Uh, Pat, always a little dangerous when we pre-tape this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you think the Twins make another big pitching move before the winter meetings is over this week? No, but they will make one. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll either make a nice trade or they'll... Uh, They'll uh, sign uh, the Korean guy. I don't think they're going to sign Bumgartner, but they might. Uh, uh, they might uh, sign. If it's Hyunjin Ru, that'd be a heck of a rotation for my money. Jake Odorizzi, Jose Brios, Ru, Pineda, and whatever kids emerge yeah, out of that. It'd group. be okay. It'd be okay. It's I not. I it, a lot of it depends. Is Brios going to be a super? Is going to be a star? Is he going to be Man. good? Yeah, I mean, you it's need not... somebody. They time for him to become not the right-handed Johan, but this is the year. But you know, it's come on. That's enough. You don't need that six weeks when his head's. You know, he's yeah. you know, pushing trucks some, well, on the beach, was, and you know what they got to do is pay him. If they oh, want yeah. him to be great, they got to pay him because he tried he, to he, last year. To me, he was worried about his money. Sure, well, tried well to it year. ain't going to be easier now. No, no, it ain't going to be easier now. <laughs> Try not. He'll, you know, he'll say, "I'll take half of Strasburg." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll take half a Wheeler. Sure, right. and I might say, "All right, then be half a Strasburg." Yeah. Uh, what, what's when? What's he got? How many years? Two more. Brios, I think he's got three team three. control. Yeah. Yeah, if you were going to sign him, you'd be you'd five be looking years, four or five year deal. Five years? Would he take a hundred? Oh, you'd think so. Guys like him last year got 40, 45. Okay. You know, 70, so. Mm-hmm. 70, I don't know. Knock his socks off, and I think he'd say yes. I'd, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know. What, uh, what's going to be the next thing? We're gonna, everybody going to start signing double-A guys to 10-year contracts like Seattle did? <laughs> that's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. And what'd he get? Uh, the first baseman you're talking, their prospect. Was, yeah, but, Ooh, but, but he's not like he's. No, yeah. He's not top 20. He's but like now he'll be 80. their opening day first yeah. baseman. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I don't know. Not going to worry about service time with that one anymore. I don't know, but, uh, you know, I, I don't uh, – they, they'll do something because sure. I think they they think they're good. So yeah. I think they'll do something. We'll be following it all week long from the uh, snowy Twin Cities. Uh, that's that's as, okay. about as good as I can promise. And don't forget that hashtag, cheap poll ads. Go do it. Yes. All right. Patrick, thanks for your contributions this week. We will be uh, tracking this all week long on Score North, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. For Patrick Roycey and Manny Hill, I'm Derek Wetmore saying see you later next week on Roycey on Baseball. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit FederatedInsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. 